0: Wyverns and Weirdos Curse of Strad is a horror-themed campaign, and as such, contains dark themes, including descriptions of gore, violence, and other features intrinsic to the gothic horror genre. Hello, and welcome to Wyverns and Weirdos Curse of Strahd. Uh, We had a bit of time, and as Halloween was coming up, we thought, let's do something a little bit spooky, um, and start off this side campaign with some of us who uh we could actually line up some time with. Uh so let's just introduce uh counterclockwise on my screen. Uh, Zoe, would you like to go first?
1: My name is Zoe. I play Ross in the main campaign.
0: And you do you do our wonderful character and
1: art. And I do the wonderful character yes. art. Thank you. Yes. Wonderful. Wow.
0: Um Mitch.
2: Hi, I'm Mitch. Uh in the main Wives of Widows campaign I play Caius and yeah, that's about it. I'm excited to get into it.
0: Uh Emily.
3: Hi, I'm Emily. Uh this is
4: my first time playing D D. Uh Ooh.
0: Laura.
3: Sometimes.
4: Hi, I'm Laura. Um, I play Bertie and Wapins and Peter as one of the main trio of characters. So if you haven't listened to us yet, if you just decide to click in and check out Strahd, you should definitely check out Wyverns and Weirdos. I play a cleric entrepreneur snake oil salesman. So yeah, but I'm excited to play a new game as well. <coughs>
0: uh, and <laughs> Johanna.
4: Hi, I'm Johanna. I'm one of the uh, recurring guest
5: characters in the main campaign. I play Rook Kasara. <laughs> All
0: right. And of course, I am Darby. I am the DM for the main campaign of Wyverns and Weirdos. And we'll be uh, playing Strad and all your other uh, fantastic NPCs along the way. So without further ado, let's get started) <laughs> So, it is the year 3479, a normal day in the world of Fielor. We begin on the outskirts of a small village where a figure is darting about. Uh, Emily, could you please introduce us to Beatrice?
1: Certainly.
3: So, we see a small hooded figure uh, with a beak just hanging around the outskirts of the small village, just watching people come and go. Until a man approaches She darts out They nod at each other He hands over a little pouch She looks inside Looks back, nods And tarts back into the shadows
6: Alright
0: In one of the libraries Of the Grand Arcane Academy In Dorham We see a figure Gathering books from the shelves Zoe, if you could tell us About Sivia, please
1: uh, walking through the library, you see a short ish human woman, um, big curly brown hair, dark skin, in a blue dress, and you can just see her little booted feet scurrying as she pushes a trolley in front of her. She has one ornate book clutched to her chest as she looks through all the shelves to pull out different volumes and put them on a stack quite meticulously on her trolley. She then wheels that trolley over to a big round table in the center of the library. She places all the books in front of specific seats, uh, clearly thinking it through. And then she sits at, at her little spot, clearly waiting for the students. She helps in her class uh, as a fellow student and she steeples her fingers and she waits.
0: We next see a figure riding along a forest road. Laura, if you could introduce us to Conrad, please.
4: Yeah, so the figure we see riding astride a splendid white horse is wearing a heavy black wool cloak, which obscures much of his attire. But what can be seen gives you an air of wealth. Black polished riding boots, heels tipped with gold, fine woven breeches, the glint of cufflinks on fine sleeves. The horse itself is magnificent with black embroidered saddle, heavy with suitcase and other baggage. As for the rider, his hood is currently pushed back to show a young man, perhaps only just turned 19. Fresh-faced, pale and slender, with high cheekbones, long lashes and dark eyes. Even darker hair parted to one side in a tousled wave. Again, what can be seen of this young man, Conrad, indicates a more extravagant life, jewellery pinned to his collar and fine earrings adorning his ears. Features unblemished by physical work or combat, though there is a hard set to his eyes that indicate... something... His brows are lowered in a glare as he periodically checks the road behind him, searching for something or perhaps making sure that something isn't following. As the trees stretch onward, he lowers his hood and urges his horse to pick up speed.
0: Right, Uh, In a packed common room, a figure darts between those present heading to the street outside. Johanna, could you please give us a quick description of fall and what they are doing?
5: Yes, so you see a blue teethling wearing colourful but simple clothing. They're young and freckled with wavy blue hair, and they dart away from this house uh, with something of a nervous energy. If you looked into the the house, you would see something as uh, chaotic as it is rather unkempt, full of various costume individuals practicing stretches, tumbles, or just simply chatting. The teethling full slips out of the house and dons a hooded robe. As they make their way through the streets, they have a countenance of naivety or anxiousness. But if you looked a little closer, you might see that they are searching intently for something. As they make their way, they come to a rather our lower class looking tavern and they see there are several men waiting outside drinking and laughing. Full makes eye to contact with one of the men and they give it they each give a slight nod as they make their way down the street together they bump into each other and a note exchanges hands. Once Full is out of sight he looks down at the note looks a little confused before finally nodding and slipping back into the shadows.
0: Finally, we see a town overcast by rain and clouds. And in there, we see a figure walking the Market District. Mitch, if you would like to introduce Kazir, please.
2: I would love to. So while there are many people moving through the Market District, hardly trying to stay dry, there is one figure clad in a heavy cloak, moving with purpose through the middle of the street, the cloak dragging through the mud. Whilst his features are mostly obscured by the large grey hood that he wears, any passerby who looks close enough will notice red leathery skin underneath the hood and piercing yellow eyes that seem to dart about his surroundings. The figure makes his way through the market district, moving at quite speed, until he reaches the temple of Deomir, where he finally seems to relax and slow his walking until he crossed, once he crosses the threshold. Once inside, the figure removes his hood, revealing the red skin of a tiefling with short horns and heavily pierced ears. The figure wipes some silt from his dark mohawk, nods to the monk working at the front and proceeds into a small room off to the side, bare except for a bed, a small table and an altar. ...where he kneels down and begins to silently pray.
4: Okay.
0: And so, each of you, in your various locations... ...found yourselves stalked by strange plumes of fog... ...which seemed to call out to you. One by one, you went through the fog... ...where you found yourselves appearing in a desolate grey landscape... ...where you saw a vast number of seemingly sentient, crawling, severed hands skittering around almost like rodents. After meeting each other in this strange realm, you tried to find your way out, eventually finding a dirt road which, upon following it, led you through to unfamiliar woods made up of trees that none of you found familiar. You now find yourselves in each other's company, having set up camp for the night. So, what would you like to do? Uh, well, first off, while we were
1: setting up camp uh sevia is going to pull out a piece of silver string and she is going to take the 10 minutes to set up alarm around the perimeter of our camp excellent legend (laughs) and she's very meticulous about it her brow is quite furrowed as she as she goes
4: along excellent oh fantastic Um, well, uh, so, uh, I guess, uh, so something to note about Conrad, uh, his first reaction upon seeing the other figures when we first sort of got transported here was most likely to call out, just a warning, if you seek to do me harm, I will kill you, so do avoid that which are quite big words and awkward confidence from a very young, thin kind of man, only barely out of teenage boyhood, Um, swaddled in a heavy riding cloak and cautiously holding a fine silvered rapier in one slightly wobbly hand and a big stack of luggage in the other. Unfortunately, the horse did not make the transportation, so uh, kind of added to the the whole appearance. Um, And uh, despite his youthful and haughty grandstanding, I suppose... People that did meet him, well, there was our current traveling party. We we'll probably get the feeling that he has at least some skill with a blade, especially when he's handling it with, handling it with both hands free, to, so to speak, which is what he's doing now. After someone else set the fire, I presume, <laughs> he set himself up quite close to the benefit to benefit from the warmth, that is glaring with concentration as he works on cleaning the blade of his rapier, as well as a couple of daggers which weren't apparent until the moment he took them out from somewhere. He seems to be using kind of like a frilly handkerchief to be doing it and still wears his heavy travelling coat, uh, cloak, sitting with possessions tied at his side, including a small book which lays open at his feet. Probably to the average observer, it's very clear now that his attire is worth a pretty penny, golden jewellery, inlaid polished buttons and other finery glinting in the firelight amidst finely woven fabrics. And while he's glaring at the task at hand, he still seems watchful. So that's what he's doing. Polishing. Polishing. <laughs>
6: Okay
2: Well um, Kazir is not really doing very much uh, He If not setting the fire himself He uh, would have tried to have played a, a pivotal part in Assisting of setting up the camp uh, Making sure that it's free of any Rocks or debris Or everything And you know, gathering some sticks and everything um, <clears throat> Not really Talking very much for any of it uh, Because he doesn't really have need for it. And yeah, once everything is set up, he will find a nice stump of a tree and sort of lay himself down on it. And the entire time as well, he's kept his big, long, uh, heavy cloak on as well. So, so because of that, he's sitting quite far away from the fire. Okay. All
5: right. mm. uh, fall was the one that um, set up the fire as they were very distressed, they are wearing like just like a vest with like nothing underneath, so they are not prepared for this weather. <laughs> <So> they <laughs> it's were okay, right. Is <laughs> <laughs> they were right onto setting up that fire, and then they're going to just sit right next to it, just gl- glancing about anxiously and not helping with any of the rest of the work. <laughs>
4: so, so basically that's fall and conrad doing this because he will not be assisting with any other work as well so oh, second, he kind of just like comes over to you once you've set the fire like just looks at you sits sits on the opposite side of the fire and then just plonks himself down and starts you're know, pulling out <laughs> weaponry to clean nice He kind of a, a, occasionally while he's doing that he kind of like looks up at you like just Probably more as a way of going, like, I'm watching you (laughs) than anything else, Um, but, yeah. (laughs) Well,
3: Beatrice is currently ensconced in her cloak, having unrolled her bedroll and is sitting also cleaning her daggers but keeping a close watch on everything outside of the line
4: of uh, fire. Nice, yeah. That makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We all sit in here quietly like... (laughs) 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 (laughs)
3: Hmm. Uh,
1: Once Sivia has finished uh, setting alarm, she's going to carefully wind up, I double checked D&D Beyond, it's meant to be wire, Uh, she's going to wind up her bit of silver wire uh, she's going to put it back in her little backpack Uh, she's going to look around and then just kind of plonk her backpack like a respectable distance from like Kazir and just kind of yep that's good and then (laughs) she one two three four is going to go talk to uh, Fall Uh, well she's gonna plonk down next to them and next to the fire and she's gonna kind of huddle herself up with her knees up and she's gonna go didn't dress for this weather
5: either. Sure didn't. This wasn't my plan for the evening at all. I, uh... Uh, What were you doing when you found the fog? I was uh, heading back home. Back to the, uh... Back to the troop. That's right. You said you were an acrobat. Yes, yes, an acrobat. It's a bit of a recent thing, but... I really enjoy it. Not that I'm very good at it. Oh, well, um, you know, practice makes perfect. Uh, oh, yes, that's true. Yeah. <laughs>
1: uh, I was at the library, so definitely wasn't prepared. Didn't even have a jacket. Hmm.
5: What were you doing in a library? Oh, um,
1: I, I study at the Grand College of the Arcane. Um, I was tutoring a couple of other students uh, who were falling behind in history.
5: I can relate to your students. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, not my favorite subject,
1: <laughs> not mine either, but um, you know, I just put my nose to it in the work. Um, also i my my dad taught me when I was little, so i
5: uh I get it. I'm, I'm good at learning. Oh nice i uh I'm envious. Um, oh, I'm I'm sorry if that sounded like I'm um, I'm not I'm not good with people. <laughs> um, no, that's, yes, mm. that's fine. I think uh, you know, talent and being perfect at everything—it's all overrated, isn't it? Mm. Um, but um. Player note, I've just
1: remembered I have an accent for this. So. <laughs> just pretend is had her accent. Um, Accents it's are a work in one,
4: progress.
1: So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, apologies, listeners, you're about to hear CB's real voice. Um, but no, yes. Um, uh, so how did you become an an acrobat? Uh, must be fascinating
5: and colourful, judging by the outfit. <laughs> um, It certainly is. I'm only part of a quite a... Just a poor little troupe. It was, uh, well, I've always been good at <laughs> physically active stuff. So <laughs> I've, it was something to make a living for. Uh, I quite oh,
1: like um, it. Entertaining. That's, that's good. Yes. Um. Yes.
5: Uh, good. <laughs> Oh, wonderful! Yes. (laughs) It's fun. Um... Anyway, uh... So about this situation... I'm sorry, I can't quite get over what's happening right now. I really want to know why. So, are you certain... you've never met me before? This... I have a suspicion that this is some sort of test.
1: Oh, you were um, commanded to do well, this. Like, I I haven't met a lot of... No? No, <laughs> I was... Um, if I'm being fully honest here, I mostly jumped into the fog because someone told me not to, so... Um... <laughs> Uh, this is, I think, you would say, the exact opposite of a command.
5: That's a little reassuring. <laughs> I can relate to that. Yes, Good. well. Uh, hmm.
1: You know, a uh, youngest girl in your year. Sometimes people uh, make comments. Uh, and you, anyway, that's not what this is about. Um, no. Uh, yes. Um, who? Who would command? people to come with you to a strange place full of crawling hands and and little creatures trying to choke people.
5: <laughs> well, uh, my life has always been full of tests and adventures, so stringing something like this on me isn't too out of the ordinary, although I really I really don't like it and I'd like an explanation.
1: Hmm, I yes, No. um, I mean, as someone who, I mean, no one's put me through any of the trials of my life, but as someone who has faced them, I, yes, wouldn't imagine it would be something you'd willingly go into.
5: Um, No. No, I would much rather just do my own thing. Thank you. So as soon as I can get out of here, I will be very happy. Yes, I would also very much like to
1: leave I didn't even get to teach anyone today. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, no. They're really going to worry about where I've gone? Apparently, they couldn't even see the fog. So, from their perspective, I just up and vanished in the middle of the library. That's quite frowned upon. Oh, goodness.
5: (laughs) Oh, no. It was the same as me. None of my troop could see the fog, either. (sighs) I just... So it does seem like Do we were specifically the, targeted.
1: Sylvia's um, going to look across at Conrad. She's going to look across at Conrad and she's going to go, could anyone else see the fog
4: with you? Well, that's, um, <clears throat> uh, he has been like, <laughs> he's been like, uh, when Sylvia looks over, he tries to like, suddenly look like he wasn't listening in. He's like, oh, <laughs> uh, well, um, that's uh, quite strange. Uh, personally, um, I was, um, uh, travelling on my own, uh, apart from my horse, who is clearly not here, um, as evidenced by having to have walked across this bloody um, landscape for the past, whoever knows how many hours um, probably wearing through half half the soles of my shoes here Um, but no, there was no one else around, I just assumed it was just a strange fog that was uh, moving around specifically but you know that's what things are like sometimes in the the forests of uh, where I was travelling. So yes, right. um, mm. that's quite a, strange to be honest. Mm, that's a lot of luggage and
1: weaponry for one person.
4: He kind of like uh, just uh, draws the stuff a little bit closer to him subconsciously. Like, well, yes, you know when you're travelling, you need to uh, need to have a lot of things with you. So. Uh, That's that's normal, I suppose. um, I suppose for a a university student like yourself, you'd just be lugging books around and things. But uh, someone of my, well, uh, someone of, uh, well, it's good to be prepared and to have your worldly possessions with you. Which, if you're going on a on a holiday, which is what I was doing, so uh, yes,
1: you brought daggers on a holiday.
4: Of course you don't
1: i haven't gone on a holiday in a while but
4: uh i don't <sighs>
1: remember sense. doing yeah. so
4: okay well you must well you certainly don't come where i come from then uh but you know daggers uh, quite you don't so you don't even have any weaponry on you at all at the moment apart from that strange little ju- uh that's little strange little uh Gemstone necklace thing that uh, shot out a bit of magic though something or other. She um, she kind of puts her hand over it, and
1: she's like, "Well, when you're studying what I'm studying, it's often all you need. But I do have a quarter staff with my bag, uh, in case things get incredibly sticky. But no, uh, in my case, uh, I don't need shiny weapons. I just need me."
4: Well, that's um, reassuring to know that uh, you have your wits about you, as they say. Um uh, yes. Well, hmm, excellent. And you, uh, he kind of like checks the book that he, the little uh, book that he had. Uh, for you, what sort of weaponry do you have on you?
5: I also have a quarterstaff. I uh, do tend to carry it everywhere, although I don't know if that's adequate for holidays
4: and such, I suppose <laughs> walking sticks are appropriate. You're both in good supply, then the two of you with your uh, sticks, as it were, or quarter staffs. Yes, well, very impressive. Uh, hmm. good to know.
1: Would any of that luggage happen to contain other cloaks or jackets? Only fall is very cold, and I don't, I didn't happen yes. to have a bedroll on me. So we're all in this together now. I would assume we'd all look out for one another.
4: Well, we may not all be in this together, but there is a certain hierarchy to be, you know, uh, up- upheld here. And uh, these are my personal possessions. So uh, besides, you don't know what could be in there. So uh, yes.
2: Vizier um... coughs.
4: Quite looks over at him instantly, like, hmm?
5: But if I catch a cold and I'll just drag everyone down. I'm such a pain when I'm sick. You wouldn't believe it.
4: I can certainly believe it. Um, That, uh, well. May I strike you a deal? He like kind of like, uh, he sort of like runs the like the flats part of this rapier so the like the bun closest to the hilt who holds his plate uh, across his palm he's like yes
1: if you happen to have within your luggage any cloaks or blankets that could assist fallen eye, I, I will assist you in carrying all of it until we leave <laughs>
4: Oh good god, yes, absolutely. He, like, instantly <laughs> <laughs> starts opening up his luggage.
1: <laughs> <Stevie> is gonna <laughs> lean over the fall and be like, I didn't think it would be that easy, but okay. <laughs> oh. And she adjusts um, the
4: little glasses. <laughs> um
0: yeah. now do you have any such things in your inventory, Conrad?
4: I'm gonna have a quick look. <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: And while you are looking. I will also ask people, uh, what are you doing for food?
2: Um,
4: Yeah, that's not great. So
2: Kazir has uh, just come back from a little adventure and he still has a day's worth of rations in his backpack. So, uh, oops.
4: (laughs) (laughs) He's fine. (laughs)
2: Yeah, he's good, but he's he's not going for it yet.
4: Beatrice. In the event
2: that it comes up in conversation, it will, you know. Yeah.
3: Beatrice also has a day's worth of rations in her
1: backpack. Um, Sylvia doesn't have rations, but she mm. does have a bag of sand. So
5: <laughs> I prepare. Believe,
0: I believe. Specifically
1: a little bag of sand.
0: I believe Kazir should have two days worth.
2: I have two days of rations. Beatrice yeah, should, so just
4: <gasps> that.
0: Beatrice should yeah. have ten oh, wow. days.
4: Hmm. I don't, Seeds go a long way, I suppose. I don't think it makes
5: We're sense. Conrad to should four have, to five. have. rations. I feel like he just has like Thank a granola can. bar. <laughs> <laughs> Fantasy
4: granola
0: you've, bar. You've got you've got like bits and pieces stuff within your pockets.
1: Some candy. Yeah. Sevia maybe has an apple. Yeah.
2: <laughs> now
0: it is entirely possible to forage too.
2: Yeah. Uh,
6: yeah.
2: uh well if the if the topic comes up, because it's still like yeah. late afternoon or so, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Late afternoon, like, early evening ish.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Too dark to keep walking, but right. not super late yet.
2: Yeah. Okay.
4: Um and Conrad has fine clothes in his inventory, which I assume to not mean the fine clothes he is wearing presently. <laughs> probably a change of clothes. Mm. Does that is that correct, Darby? I think so. Okay, cool. Um so that's the only actual he doesn't have any blankets or rolls or anything, um, quite foolishly. Um, probably not really. He was expecting to stay in a hotel most likely. Um, but, yes, so uh, he kind of pulls out, um, I don't know, a sort of like jacket, which, again, is very, very, very fine looking, um, very heavily embroidered, So sort of like like that like black velvety kind of like look. Um, and, like, while he's like kind of – he's like trying to sort of like uh, – surreptitiously like still go through his luggage but there's like a lot of just like possessions in there um just like incidental type things um i don't know like yeah candles is probably there's enough the dagger um (laughs) just pouring out toolkit um (laughs) yeah some rations um uh like a chest set stuff like that um but yeah so he um He sort of like looks at his coat and he very reluctantly looks over at Full. He's like, okay, well, don't be careful with it. What? I can. Well, this is amazing. It's gorgeous. Yes. It's it's nothing really.
5: Ooh, I've never worn anything as nice as this.
4: Thank you. He just looks full up and down, like, yeah, that checks out. That's fine. Well, it's a loan. And, uh, you know, if, uh, if uh, the two of you, assist in are carrying things, or at least one of you does, then I'm happy to uh, lend it out for now, shall we say.
1: Your kindness is appreciated,
4: Conrad. Why th- oh, why, thank you. I'm glad it's appreciated. That uh, uh, means so much. Thank you. And even better, it will uh, cease the chattering of your of the, your teeth over there and um, we can all be in good cheer and warmth in this fire and this strange hellhole we found ourselves in. Quite. <laughs> 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 all right.
6: <laughs>
4: he kind of like, his like, gestures sort of grandly when he says that, when see he's like, quite, he's like, hmm, kind of like, draws <laughs> his hand down and then kind of like, jauntily kind of like um readjust his shoulders and then go like pulls out his rope again and goes back to like carefully cleaning it because we did have a bit of a scuffle i think when we first arrived um Mm -hmm. so there's probably no blood left on it but like he's um yeah (laughs) distraction now so yeah nice
5: um Full will um like bundle himself in the clothes and just like look really excited about how like good they look. Um, <laughs> and then um they are going to go over to Kazir. So uh Kizir, wasn't it? Yeah. You mentioned you're of the, the the holy sort
2: uh yeah that's me. Oh, I mean, I'm a cleric, but you know, trying to make yes, my way, I'm no holier than any other man.
5: Mm. Does your uh, godly wisdom uh, grant you any any knowledge about this situation? Uh,
2: well, <clears throat> uh, no. I'll I'll be honest. Uh, I ain't got no idea where we are what we're doing here, how long we gonna be here. Uh, but it's my understanding that, you know, everything happens for a reason. If if we're here, I mean, you know, you saw it. No one else saw that fog. Why you,
6: Yeah. why me,
2: why any of us? We were obviously chosen for a reason. So I think it's up to us to prove ourselves in whatever way we can.
5: Yay! I love that! I love being chosen by some ominous force! Love tests! So good at them! (laughs) Cool!
2: Well, you'll have no problem with it then.
5: Hmm... (laughs) Well, I'm gonna go and have a little anxiety attack in a tent. Uh, Ah!
2: Before you go. Fall. Fall, was it? Yes.
5: Yes, fall
2: just anything that happens just take a couple of deep breaths take it one thing at a time
5: okay <laughs> you'll be right we'll i'll get try through this. my best <laughs> great all right
2: and then kazia like leans try. his head back up against the tree.
5: <laughs> uh, i head into a tent probably one that someone else set up so it's probably someone else's tent.
0: does anyone have a tent
2: uh, Kazir is not setting up a tent,
5: but oh. <laughs> do we just have like lean to's or do we have like bed oh, yeah, rolls? So, I've got a bedroll, I do not I've got actually. Why roll. would I have a bedroll? I do not have a bedroll, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no.
4: laughs> donate it to me. Come on, <laughs> yeah, uh, we're so prepared. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> oh wow we're gonna last a real long time here yeah I don't th-
0: I don't think anyone has a tent
2: Ever
1: blanket 100. I'm pretty sure I don't no. I don't have tree. anything I, I didn't um,
0: even
1: jack out of my Conrad deal I, I <laughs> yeah true didn't yeah.
0: No. <laughs> I would say I would say Beatrice yeah. being a ranger would be pre would be capable of making like a couple of lean twos. um
1: just leave oh. the tiny four-foot-nine bird
5: lady to make everything <laughs> yeah. for her. Um, Hopefully
4: it doesn't rain.
5: After Ful's calm down, Ful will assist with that. Yeah. He's got some experience with that.
0: All right. Oh, cool.
1: <laughs> Sevia is just going to be, like, sitting across from the fire, just, like, <laughs> pretending she's not looking at Conrad, but, like... <laughs> just begrudgingly she's not going to talk first but she's just going to kind of sit there (laughs) and uh, if it becomes clear that he's not going to talk to her she's eventually going to just kind of smack her hands on the ground and she's going to go right well I think we should do something about food um
4: yes food well um that would be ideal yes um Haven't really seen any kind of uh, passable game around here, apart from crawling severed hands, apparently. So, uh, not great, personally, in my opinion. Uh... No, but we are in a forest. That means there
1: should be, at the very least, non-poisonous berries, potentially Um, other kinds of foods we could eat. Um, I know... Some of you are probably more prepared and maybe have rations, but I think since we don't know how long we intend to be here, uh, we should maybe try and find our own food first. So, um, And she's going to call out to everyone, if anyone would like to help me forage, I'm going to go for a walk in the woods. And then she's going to stand (laughs) up and put her hands on her hip and wait.
2: (laughs) Uh, Kazir will sort of... Cocky's head at this entire interaction, uh, sort of bemused at it. Uh, and then after a beat, we'll stand up <laughs> and start Good. to slowly stroll over to Sevious.
4: Good! Yes! <laughs> Wonderful! So I, I kind of imagine that space of time, comrade's gone, oh god, we don't actually have, we're not gonna, this food isn't gonna last too long, we might have to be here for a while. <sighs> and he's kind of like stands up uncomfortably the second that Kazir like, walks over, he's like, oh, well, someone else is going to, oh. He just kind of of stands there awkwardly with, like, his fingers sort of, like, one hand kind of holding his rapier awkwardly at his side and him, like, trying to, like, stand there casually. Yes, well, it would be good to gather some kind of food, yes. Before we all die of starvation, probably in the next ten seconds. Oh, it's already gone now. Um, yes, well, Lasted
1: that long, so that's a bonus. Ha ha, says Celia.
5: Very. (sighs) He's got Um. a point. I can feel the hunger pangs coming already.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Beatrice finishes making a little lean-to with fall and walks over (laughs) and grabs her uh, long bow off of her (laughs) bedroll and then
1: walks to stand next to Celia okay right um well yes well yes yes good um maybe if we do find the any game we find i'm sure yes um thank you yes good yes Hmm.
6: all right
5: so should we all go to uh stick together
2: well i mean i think probably a couple of us will be enough but I mean, we can all go if we really want to. We can leave all our stuff here and go and search for a couple of uh. berries. That'll be that'll be perfect. I'm sure that's a great idea.
3: <laughs> it's better to have two people stay.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yes, I agree with the bird woman. Yes, the bird, bird woman. Yes, yes, yeah. Yes. Okay. Good. I agree with her we should at least have a couple of people to make sure that the fire doesn't for one, catch fire to the entire forest, and two that all of our wonderful, lovely possessions do not get uh, absconded with, or at the very least mine do not get stolen, so um, (laughs) well, I mean, I
1: I set up a perimeter so we would know if someone came into our camp, but yes, it is good to leave someone here so they don't uh, then take all our things and leave again um so, are you two staying? And
4: she looks at Conrad and Fall.
5: Um, sure.
4: I suppose if uh, if you think that uh, your hunting prowesses and your vegetation gathering prowesses will, will suffice, then I suppose that will be good. And um, if you bring back anything that's poisonous, I can probably uh, pick that out. So that should be fine. Yes, excellent. Hopefully, the uh, game and vegetation that's to be found here is actually a little bit more um, natural than the uh, the crawling hands again. But uh, I suppose yes. We...
5: If you expect me to eat a hand? Oh <laughs> God! No God! No 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 I... No No No! God's above, never. Oh, I'm not oh. thinking that far. Oh. <laughs> I don't care how close to starvation I am.
1: No, 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 no. Truly. Anyway, um, well, I hope you two have fun uh, chatting amongst yourselves. Uh, Shall we? What way should we go? And she's going to look, uh... Between the two of you, but mostly at the ranger.
2: <laughs> uh, Kizir is absolutely going to defer to the ranger because he's just like, "eh." Right. Beatrice
1: <laughs> is just
3: <laughs> Beatrice is just going to start walking towards the north, stop, and gesture gesture for the other two to follow.
0: All right. So, so. the way that foraging works is that, because there's the three of you, either you can all roll a survival check, or you can nominate one person to have advantage, and then one other person can make a standard roll. Um, Mm
2: -hmm. I'm happy to make a standard roll, if we want to give Beatrice advantage.
1: I think we should give Beatrice advantage. I'm All not right. sure Sevier is going to find anything.
2: I don't know how good Sevier <laughs> is at foraging, but...
0: Yeah, uh,
1: yeah nah, look, nah. Uh.
0: So, Kazir, roll me a standard survival check. Uh, yeah, Beatrice, survival roll me a survival cards. check with um, with advantage. So, roll two dice, take the higher result.
2: Natural 20. <laughs> oh! First roll, baby! <laughs> the so game.
1: that's that's a total
6: that's of? That's incredible. Uh, 24.
1: 24. Yeah, no, my, my is bad. And
6: 23.
1: 23. Oh, dang. <laughs> nice. Guys are right. on it. Yeah. Um,
6: We're
2: shot. finding like a full three course meal.
1: <laughs> Stevia's just looking <laughs> through a shrub, <laughs>
4: period. <laughs> I haven't seen these in my book. So,
1: um
0: can I get both of you to roll a D6 and add your wisdom modifier? And then Beatrice, because you are in your favorite terrain, double the result. Oh
3: nice. 14. That's right.
0: 14. So you Beatrice yeah. manages to find 14 pounds of food between like berries, nuts. Um that much that much food she probably she probably managed that to find silly. like like something like a, a small deer or a or a large hare oh, or nice. something. Okay.
1: Um, Sevia is following Beatrice around, holding her big skirt uh, to hold all the berries, while I assume Beatrice carries the deer. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's wisdom modifier, isn't it? Yes. Cool. Five. Five. Beatrice is so okay. Awesome.
0: So, <laughs> so Kazeer, Kazeer maybe gets like like a a smaller hare. And and a couple of berries and nuts. Pretty
2: like, good. Kay. That's
0: still that's still five pounds of food.
2: Like that's like decent. That's, I come back and I'm like good. I'm feeding the party, and then yeah. the other two are like we're good. <laughs> that's that's the thing.
0: Like Kazir got enough to feed the party for a day, and then Beatrice managed to get enough to feed the party for almost three. <laughs> oh,
4: that's great. Um,
0: however, those oh, are man. not those are not rations. So they they won't last forever yeah um,
1: okay okay okay
0: okay but you have 20 uh no you have 19 pounds all up of foraged food excellent
5: actually yeah we can't really like store that so we're just gonna I was have about, like, a whole I was dang just... deer
2: <laughs> well I, I can purify it. foods uh- <laughs> i'll need a day or so to prepare it uh-huh. but... oh, yeah. so that's nice.
0: that's gonna that's gonna help to allow things to last longer but i don't think that's a ritual is it
2: uh no so no. i'd need to so it prepare would
0: it. and it would cost oh. you spell slots is my yep. point yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah 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 no absolutely um
1: okay okay uh so i'm assuming we we come back and i actually think maybe uh if like, does Kazir come back first? Or does maybe Sevier come back with, like, berries and nuts in her skirt and then suddenly you two appear with meat and it's like, <laughs> ah fuck you.
2: Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I mean, Kazir would definitely try and find the other two first, so okay. Sevio and Beatrice. Um, okay. Purely because he's very happy with what he's found. <laughs> he's,
6: yeah.
2: not, he's not normally one to show off, and he's not showing off. He just wants to say, look what I did. I, I found this. I think it's good. I'm very proud of what I've done.
1: I uh, see is going to look and be like, that's fantastic. Beatrice, did you see? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm assuming Beatrice turns around with a full. Full,
3: full just dear, slung over her back. It's like, <laughs> tiny bird. Yes. Good job. Did very well.
1: That's
2: great. All right.
1: Sivia's going to lean into Kazir and go, I helped by holding <coughs> things.
2: <laughs> well, you're very good help, I'm sure.
1: Wonderful. And then she's going to keep scurrying after you guys as we head back to camp.
2: Um, as we're walking back, I just want to put a, p- a question out to Sevia and Beatrice. So uh, you think uh, Conrad and Fall are... Best buds yet, or?
1: I'm not sure Conrad really does friends with people uh, like us.
2: Well, you know, I'm sure everyone can change, but might need a little extra work with this one.
3: Hmm. Might need a whole year or more. (laughs) (laughs) It's a hopeless case.
2: Well, no one's hopeless. People say that about me and, you know, because of the way I look and I'm a cleric, so.
1: Oh, but you look so shiny. Was that? Oh, that was weird. That was weird to say. I'm sorry. Um.
2: That's I don't think I've ever been called shiny before.
1: Uh, Oh, I'll be
2: honest. That's that's a new one.
1: You're not wrong. He is shiny. Um. Well yeah but often not often just because something is right doesn't mean you should say it to someone so um uh if you took offense to that i uh apologize and if you didn't then uh well you're welcome so um let's yes uh well i mm, 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 and then she's going to stop talking
4: <laughs> <laughs> i love
5: her later. to so <laughs> yeah That's a mood mm, uh. <laughs> Um, I guess back in the camp, um, mm. Fall would have kind of like approached Conrad and just been like, you're close and it's so fine. How did you get this all? Are you from like nobility or something? Um,
4: oh, a, well. A, like a wealthy merchant? A merchant. Oh, uh, well, um <clears throat> Uh, yes, you are correct. I uh, do have noble heritage. Um, the, the cloak itself, uh, the coat itself is, uh, you know, uh, what I would wear, you know, once every Thursday or something like that. But uh, so it's not not that much, but it's uh, what I could fit in my, well, what I could fit in the, the luggage, uh, when, which I was packing. I had to pack the lights. So, you know, yes. It's, uh, yes. Yes, you, you 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 are correct. I am, uh, I do have noble heritage, and I, uh, yes.
5: That's amazing. And you can just, like, go off on holidays and such whenever you want.
4: Well, Of course. I mean, it's not like a work or anything like that. So, <laughs> you know, uh, I mean, it's not, not all holidays. You do have many expectations to live up to, but, uh, well, that's why holidays are great. So, yes. Mm. <laughs> it's, uh, yes, I suppose. Um, mm. So you're a, a circus performer, you were telling telling the woman, yes?
5: Pretty much, yes. That's a, that's a recent career choice of mine. I'm um, uh, trying to get my, uh, our troupe, I'm just the newest, l- lowest rung member, but we're trying to get into more of like
4: a proper circus eventually. Oh, okay. Interesting. I I have, I think I, I think I went to see a circus at one point when I was a boy might've been a a cage fight. Not quite sure. (laughs) Uh, yes. Well, that's, that's quite, uh, quite admirable, I suppose. Um, if that's your sort of thing and, uh, it puts money on the table. Excellent. Well, how good of you? Um, Hmm. and so, uh, That would make you quite uh, capable at, uh, at least, um, being quick on your feet, I assume, yes?
5: Oh, yes, definitely. I've always, um, um, I've been trained in in it since a young age in not exactly acrobatics, but it was easy to go into. I I quite like it. (laughs)
4: Okay, interesting, interesting. That that would that would work quite well with the quarter staff situation you have going on.
5: Oh, yes, yes. That's uh, that's quite an easy weapon to
4: use. Excellent, interesting. Well, uh, hopefully it will serve all of us well um should any more any further combat situations arise and um good, Indeed. good. Indeed.
5: Although um just a little question: uh, If you're a noble that doesn't have to work, why do you have so many daggers?
4: Ah, uh, well, um, that's more insurance, shall we say? Uh, when you um, have a family such as mine, and uh, you have, they have a certain kind of uh, influence. To uh, it's, it's, it's insurance. That's all I'll say on that one. Besides, um, I'm a very dangerous man so it just shows that I'm not to be trifled with. Oh well no I wouldn't trifle with
5: you and uh don't uh it was strange initially people were a little threatened by me when we first met but there's no need for that I am very incompetent and not at all threatening so
4: oh good good excellent don't you have well... any daggers on me Don't worry, I'm sure that if, uh, you know, if, um, shall we say, if I can ensure that you will, um, if we can keep Mm -hmm. each other's best interests in mind perhaps, shall we say, um, Mm -hmm. when it comes to, you know, avoiding the whole killing thing, I think that would be quite wise. Yes, especially since you have the nice, uh, I'm lending you my nice coat and everything. Yes. Uh yes. yes, if I'm looking for an ally, shall we say at some stage, can I count on you? Even though as you say you're not very competent or anything, but you no, know I am
5: really not. I don't know why you choose me over everyone else.
4: Oh well, you know, it's a work in progress. <laughs> and it's always fair. good to have lackeys or you know associates to uh to rely on, shall we say?
5: Hmm. I'll have a think about it. I'm. Yes, I'm curious what the terms and conditions for this are.
4: It's just you know, if uh, any kind of scuffles arise, that I hope I can count on you to you know, put the quarter staff to good use or whatever it is that you do. You know.
5: I um. I suppose so, although if you ask me to kill anyone, that's not really my thing.
4: Oh, don't worry. As you said, you did, you did say you're not very competent, so I wouldn't leave that kind of thing to someone like you, you know? But uh, just uh, just think on it. Yes, uh, yes. No one can it, consider an alliance. They have been gone for a while as well. Do you, you think they've probably been, been eaten by now or something? <laughs> I don't suppose we'll ever see them again.
1: Probably, uh, just at that moment, Sevia's gonna appear through the trees, like holding her skirt full of nuts and berries and the like, and she's gonna be like, "We're back and we have plenty of food."
4: Oh! Welcome back!
1: And that then looks a, wonderful. And then she's going to step forward so Kazir and Beatrice can come through with their. <laughs>
2: Berries,
4: how nice. Oh my
2: god. Come through with like a small satchel of berries and a rabbit. And I'm like, ah, And then I step to <laughs> the side.
4: <laughs> and Beatrice
3: just walks up beside up to uh, beside the fire and drops the deer carcass on the ground.
4: <laughs> there we go. delicately moves to the side so that the blood <laughs> of the carcass does not splatter over his boots. <laughs> I'm pretty sure like rabbits
5: that like, you can't really eat them, like they have no nutritional value, something like that so
0: it's like Um, little to no nutritional value Um, you did
5: your best it's if
0: if rabbits are the it's a thing of if rabbits are the only thing you eat yeah
5: you can't live on them. then they
0: yeah Mm -hmm. but if you're because there's something that they don't have that you lose out of in digesting all with
5: those berries and deer as well
0: but yeah if you have like berries or fruits or something to to Reintroduce that element. I'm not sure yeah, what it is, enough. but yeah, I remember.
5: Yeah, I remember hearing
0: that. I remember it there coming a up. Little on, uh,
5: rabbit fact for yeah. the oh. listeners: yes.
2: If
0: you so eat,
5: we know you want to eat only e- rabbit, <laughs> but don't. Yeah. yeah. If anything, <laughs> of
2: Stroud is an educational podcast. <laughs> yes. Oh,
3: Yeah. Yeah. got
1: get it all out there.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm sure. I'm sure you guys are going to learn a lot of valuable lessons. <laughs> uh,
1: mm, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so CB is going to be like, didn't, didn't everyone do well on this little foraging session? Well, uh, so who wants to help uh, Beatrice and Kazir uh, deal with their uh, uh, dead things? And who wants to help me uh, shell all these nuts? <laughs>
5: <laughs> I vote nuts. <laughs>
1: wonderful well good Conrad looks like you're helping the other two fall over here with um, me uh, d- <laughs> and can you? is gonna go
3: sit next to fall and uh, <laughs> Beat- Beatrice is just gonna look at Conrad and then look at everyone else and then say Beatrice need no help from little boy <laughs>
4: It looks relieved for a second. and is like, kind of like puffs himself, like, "Excuse me, uh, I, mean, I do not have personal experience with skidding animals. That's what servants are for. But <laughs> if I did, I would be good at it. So mm-hmm. I'm not a boy; I'm a man. So, so there. <laughs> he stamps his foot. Like, I'm just like s- stands there sulkily, his arms crossed. Uh, um,
2: well, ear... Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, is just going to grab his hair just be like well I mean <clears throat> man I need help and I can you know teach you some things if you want to learn so that you can be good at it
4: <laughs> <laughs> Carl looks very sulky he's like uh, looks incredibly conflicted he's like <laughs> Yes, of course. Well, yes, I will. I will, of course, assist you. Yes, that sounds like a a fine suggestion, Kazia. Yes, of
0: course. So, as as a note, because I looked it up after the fact, um, to uh, yeah, uh, for for our users who actually use Imperial, um, I have discovered that I have vastly underestimated the amount of meat on a deer. So this is a particularly small. Uh, possibly quite starved oh, no. deer Please,
4: because not like a baby deer. Oh.
0: no no it's pro- it's probably small more so because it's um it's because
4: of the probably, area. Yeah, yeah it lives in yeah,
0: um, yeah cuz apparently Scotland. a deer's realistic meat yield is about 58 pounds.
4: Whew. I'm assuming it's a large amount
0: so the, <laughs> yeah, pounds. it's it's about it's about 30 kilos
4: Oh, nice. This
3: is like oh, one of those miniature,
0: yeah. Deer. Yeah. Yeah. A
3: miniature deer. Yeah, yeah, miniature deer.
1: Yeah, so even cuter. Oh, no. yeah. Maybe
0: so. There's, there's <laughs> probably, there's probably about like, of of your fourteen pounds, probably about ten pounds of it is from this deer.
6: Mm. So cute. <laughs> oh, um, maybe like it. you
2: couldn't carry it from the site, so you just sort of like chopped it up there. Yeah, and brought over yeah. like half of it. Yeah, you've got a, a leg or something or other, and you're carrying that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Um, you're very small. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: you took you took like the the best cuts that you could and left left the rest to nature.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um oh I'm also assuming that like a uh, at some point probably gave Sevia all the non meat related things so she can probably, organize yeah. them. <laughs> yeah. Cause not only are she in full like uh, like shelling Uh, anything that needs shelling Um, but they're probably also like organizing all the different like fauna no flora that's the other one all the flora into like categories and like (laughs) amounts um
5: presentation yeah
1: (laughs) yeah like getting leaves off probably checking if any of them are poisonous although I yeah not because you two got them and you got very good survival uh, mm. roles yes. yeah. so. uh,
0: Beatrice you were dealing with the hair
3: uh, I was dealing with the deer the
0: deer that's right
3: Yes, big game so I was uh, getting right, ready to sit down and skin it
0: yes <laughs> alright so, uh, so that would be a survival check
4: yep
1: uh, would so she so get advantage? Uh, is there?
0: anyone helping?
1: No, no. Yeah. Uh,
6: twenty three. Twenty
1: three.
3: Oh, yes. Yeah. So. Oh, no.
0: So yeah. <laughs> Good. Right. Yeah. This is right. this is this is a well, uh, <laughs> well scun deer.
4: I hate that word. Terrifying. <laughs> but, that. But congrats. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Looking juicy.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's um, like, it's set up so, so it killing. actually looks like proper cuts of meat now.
4: Silky flesh. Oh, wow. Nice. That's going to cook up real nice. Mm-hmm. Um, Darby, would
1: arranging the berries and nuts and various flora accoutrements uh, count as survival or nature? Uh,
0: you... <laughs> don't really need to roll a check for that if you're trying oh, to make it look
1: i wanted to see how <laughs>
0: well, I, wanted, I mean do you it for could, let's i th- I think <laughs> probably a performance check if you're trying to make it like arrange it in like look a very nice? nice this is not special uh, <laughs> yeah
1: well fall is helping me okay
0: so whoever yeah
1: so,
0: oh, whoever, yeah. Amazing, so who, who's doing the bulk of it or are you sharing the work sharing it okay so you can either both roll performance or one of you roll performance with advantage (gasps)
4: oh it's like Uh, if you're competing to have like better displays a a
5: dirty 12 20
4: Oh, okay well uh
1: i got a 19 okay yeah we're a good team Mm.
0: yeah so you both both lay out quite nice looking uh looking uh, arrangements of berries and nuts.
1: I'm assuming we also found things to put them on so they're not just in the dirt.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
5: Yeah, like bits
0: bits of bark that, like, you were able to clean off.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Artistic. (laughs) It's artisanal. This is going to sound awful, but after I'm done, I start juggling some nuts.
1: (laughs) Stevie is going to be very fascinated by that. (laughs) Uh, and very um, not at all. Juggledy is not double entendre.
4: Wow, mm. <laughs> <laughs> My That's God. incredible! How Walk right into that Kizir one. Going? <laughs> uh, yes, so,
2: uh, so Kazir and Conrad. Um, so Kazir is trying to teach Conrad how to skin mm. a hair, um, <laughs> and he is taking as many tips as he can from Beatrice because he's never done this before.
4: (laughs) That's incredible.
2: (laughs) So he's just watching what Beatrice is doing and then hoping that it relates to her hair and is describing somehow (laughs) sort of things. Okay.
4: Oh, wow. I'm going to (laughs) say
0: roll a survival check with, Disadvantage,
4: well,
6: disadvantage i guess yelling.
4: so you make yeah. to describe it here, uh... because of how you described it
2: <laughs> yeah no you make a cut um, just here below the lateral appendectomy and that sounds roll. like a word. <laughs> that's an 18 a
4: disadvantage that's incredible <laughs> <laughs> that's incredible um sorry it's is a really good example so yeah. <laughs>
0: so yeah you manage you manage see seeing how beatrice is doing things you somehow managed to translate that to the rabbit and fumbling through managed to get pretty decent cuts off of this rabbit
4: it's obviously because Conrad is doing such a good job at it. Actually, yeah. if he's if he's narrating this directly to Conrad. Um, yeah.
2: Oh, absolutely. Like, I'm I'm teaching you things, that I'm like yeah. showing you, and like you got to make the cuts here, and then make it across to the, you know. Hmm. It's great.
4: Yeah, and Conrad, like, um, also when you like called him over to do that, he like took all of his luggage over with him. <laughs> That's <laughs> why we've done that. And then he kind of like um kind of uh, pushed his coat back, and kind of he's got like very fine like sort of. Like little sleeves, he kind of like unbuttons them very carefully, rolls them up very carefully, he's, like white sleeves or something, and then like, okay, and pulls that little knife. And then, yeah, so he's very kind of like looking a bit awkward, but like um also very studious as you're teaching him how to skin this rabbit. And look he looks a bit grossed out, but not that much when he's trying to like, yeah. <laughs> carefully skin this skin and prepare this rabbit to your expert description, apparently. Okay, like this? Yes. Okay. Oh, oh, that was disgusting. Well, uh, excellent. Oh, that
2: happens all the time. You just you gotta cut like a little bit, forty-five degree to sort of get around that uh, the juice.
4: All of that (laughs) mess. Yes. Okay. I and Zoe hated that. (laughs) That That's very gross. Okay. Good. Well, there we go. Well done. I think that looks like something.
2: Uh, I think it looks like a skinned rabbit.
4: Good. Cause I've only seen it in the process of killing one and then on a plate. So I'm assuming this is what it looks like in between. Excellent. Good. Well, yeah, sure. Is. Mm. All right. Fantastic.
0: All right. So you finished going through the processes involved in preparing dinner, uh, you eat. You put away what you don't use. So there's decent decent amount of deer left. Decent amount of rabbit. So probably about half of the rabbit left. Um, and decent amount of berries. So yeah, you've got you've got you still got. What is it? What was it about? Uh, thirteen pounds of uh perishable rations. Um, Fair
6: enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And Excellent. the fact, if if you've already cooked up all the meat, it's going to hold a bit better than had yeah, you left yeah. it raw. Um, it might not. Yeah, you might have to be a bit more careful when you're when you're reheating it. Uh, but, mm. <laughs> um, yeah. So, is there anything else people would like to do before getting some rest for the night?
2: Uh, Kazir, as we're all sort of like starting to get ready for bed um so because we're in like a forest should we set up like a watch system
1: um well Well, i know
2: you uh, did your little circle of silver um, thing but is that like is that impenetrable
1: well not impenetrable it'll just let us know if someone uh enters and then it will wake us all up and and then we can respond in kind
2: By waking then... them up
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yes <laughs> um. cool. uh, I mean if we wanted to Set up a watch I'm, I'm sure that would be Fine but if we all wanted to, to Sleep at once um, this, this will uh, Alert us uh, Or at least me um, and I have a loud voice So um, yes 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 mm-hmm. Hmm. Ha. Hmm.
2: All right.
4: Well, hmm. I suppose if we can trust that uh, magic device you have sort of uh, set in place here, um, that's great. I personally will be resting against this tree here. Um, ever watchful. So, um, yes. Hopefully nothing will uh try attempt anything during the night.
1: Yes. Yes, hopefully.
4: Mm. He kind um. of like stomps into a little tree and kind of just like glowers over at you guys and just sort of like tries to arrange his little cloak into like a little, something more comfortable to sleep on. They right. get with all of his stuff close to him. He gets a little book, starts to do some writing.
0: So is anyone taking a watch?
2: Um Kazir is. It is. <laughs>
3: Yeah, <laughs> Beatrice also sort of looks over at Kazir and says, "It's probably a good idea to take watch, yeah. and then they'll sort of sort out between them who takes first watch."
0: Yeah, so you can you can take oh. up to two hours watch without um, without taking any sort of penalties of like not getting your long rest. Yeah. Um.
4: Excellent. Um.
0: Okay. Well,
1: if you if you want help with the watch, just uh, wake me up when
5: it's my turn. <laughs> yes. All right. I don't sleep too much, so I could uh, I could I could help with the watch.
2: All right. Sounds good. Okay. Hey, Conrad. Looks like you're getting a good rest tonight.
4: Excellent. Good. Well. How wonderful. Yes, wonderful, excellence, good rest in a uh, inhospitable forest. Mm -hmm. Potentially with crawling hands somewhere. Wonderful. I'm sure we will all sleep very soundly. I wonder
5: if I can sleep in a tree.
6: (laughs) 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 You
0: Um, hear the sound of like a thunderclap in the distance. Excellent.
1: Oh, 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 that's very not good. Um... That's definitely very not good. How watertight are those lean-tos?
3: <laughs> well, it's just a blanket thrown over some twigs. It's not very watertight, but it is under a decent
1: tree. So it shouldn't be too bad. Right, right, right. Um, Sevia is just going to sit on the ground and she's going to start uh, uh, preparing her hair for bed. Okay. Uh, and <laughs> then she's going to put it into little buns and wrap it in a little silk scarf. All right. Uh, because she has right. hair of colour. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Oh, nice. All right. So,
0: who is going to take first watch?
5: I will. That's fine. All right. Yeah,
0: so, roll me a perception check, please. So
5: that is a nine
0: plus five. That's fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. So, um, uh, <laughs> your watch passes uneventfully.
6: Supposedly, <laughs> there's
0: there's a bit of there's a bit of creaking. Uh, and crackling from within the forest as you hear, like, wildlife skitter
5: around. Yeah. Um, and I'm very on edge. I'm always, like, kind of fidgeting. Doing stuff with my hands. Probably and a, still juggling nuts.
0: And at one point... <laughs> uh, at one Sorry. point... At one point, um, the sound of a, a wolf howl in the distance, but uh, nowhere near close enough to be uh, oh, an, imme- an immediate threat. All right, so who is next?
2: Well, it depends who would fall. wake up. Mm. Please say Conrad.
5: <laughs> 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 uh, I'll wake up, Beatrice.
2: Okay,
0: so Beatrice, roll me a perception check, please. 20. 20. Um, yeah. Uh, similarly, you hear the sounds of wildlife in the distance. Uh, one or two wolves howl, but no immediate threats. And your watch mm. passes ultimately uneventfully. Uh, who do you wake up to take next watch?
3: Uh, Beatrice will wake Conrad up just because she wants <laughs> to be the one to wake him up
4: because I imagine Karin probably like propped herself up against the tree, he's like I'm not gonna fall asleep and there's like <sighs> <laughs> and pretty much fell asleep very quickly <laughs>
0: so yes so what what time did you guys go go to bed in the like go to sleep in the evening
2: yeah, like just a little after sunset because we got the food I'm assuming when there was a little bit of light Mm. And then we, because we had
3: yeah, cause it the camp taken pretty Would have taken us a while to prepare like, the food, though. Yeah,
2: so probably yeah. eight or nine-ish. Eight, maybe. Okay. Yeah.
0: So yeah. we'll say, we'll say probably about nine. Um, so Beatrice, you were woken up at one. about eleven. So you're finishing at about one, which is when you're waking Conrad up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> See, really so really. how do you wake him up, Beatrice? <laughs> Uh
3: probably drop a just like a little branch with some twigs. Just on him.
4: <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> really quickly wakes up like super star like oh, 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 and kind of like immediately kind of grabs through his rapier and then like holds it in front of him, like shaking kind of like looking around like blurry odd, like oh, oh. who who's there? He's Beatrice. Uh, Oh, the bird woman! Why are you waking me up? Your turn for watch. I go bed now. (laughs) Uh, Good night. My my, my turn for watch. (laughs) Hang on. Yes. (laughs) I wasn't part of the agreement. I was going to. I was resting my eyes briefly, but that's not.
3: Beatrice just ignores him and goes over to her bedroll and lies down.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Amazing.
0: So Conrae what are you going to do are you going to take a watch or are you going to wake someone else up
4: um yeah okay no he kind of like looks very huffy and like even more offended that Beatrice just kind of ignored him and just walked off he's like okay okay um <clears throat> he kind of like looks around and tries to find Kazir. um very very huffily um is like,
2: leaning up on one of the other trees
4: kind of like he kind of like stomps over and he kind of like cautiously like looks so like
6: "Hmm."
4: try to try to like get a good like is he awake is he dangerous what is he doing (laughs) so he's kind of like stomps up to him and then kind of like is just staying like leaning forwards like very carefully creepily
5: watching him sleep
4: (laughs) um just like hmm and then he's like "Hmm." Oi, oi you, wake up! Kazir, wake up. You volunteered for watch at one point, didn't you? Yeah,
2: and you didn't.
4: Yes, and I got woken up, so uh I'm sure you would like to be the gallant man taking watch. So
2: <laughs> You got woken up for a watch.
4: Yes by the Now you've
2: woman. woken me up for a watch. Yes. Did you take your watch?
4: Well no, I would prefer to sleep.
2: So now there's two people awake. Yes. I'm no mathematician. But that's one more than we need.
4: Well yes, so ideally you can take the watch and I will sleep.
2: <sighs> Go to bed and I get up.
4: Very <laughs> 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 kind of like Excellent, excellent. Oh. He's a little bit wary and like, Yes, good, I will go to bed. Yes. And he kind of like cautiously goes back to where he's putting the stuff and like again looks very cautiously over at Kazir. Um,
2: Kazir um, folds up his blanket. Is there anyone that doesn't have a blanket? Me. Alright. Um. Well, Kazir gets halfway through folding up his blanket and then just goes over to Saviour and just sort of gently drapes it over the top of her (laughs) and then starts his watch. Excellent.
4: Okay. Or else it's like, like, why would you do that? Okay.
0: (laughs) Roll me a perception check.
2: (sighs) 19.
4: Oh, oh, nice.
0: All right. Uh, Similarly, uh, sounds of wildlife, a house, your watch passes uneventfully. All
2: right. Uh, and then I go up to the person who I think is next Sevia. Mm-hmm. because we never really spoke about the order because is <laughs> just sort of going to go up to the person who looks like they're the most comfortable and hasn't been woken up over the night
0: <laughs> yeah all you but know right, for certain mm, you. All, yeah all you know for certain is it isn't fall because he was the first watch and it's it wasn't not fall, Conrad
2: not Conrad <laughs> And is, uh seems too polite to wake Conrad up, so it probably wasn't Sevilla <laughs> next. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, Conrad's going to come up um, before waking Sevilla up is just going to grab the blanket yep. and then gently wake Sevilla up.
1: Um, quite as soon as you remove the blanket, Sevia sat bolt upright oh, with her hands in front of her. Like, ha! Oh. Sorry. Sorry. Um Is it my turn?
2: Yeah. It's fine. Look,
1: um Where did blankets? What? What? The blanket. Where did I did not have a blanket.
2: No. You don't have one now and I put it over my shoulder and I go back to my tree.
1: Oh. Uh, thank you. Uh Well, and then she is going to uh, set herself up for Watch.
0: All right. Roll me a perception check.
1: Oh, please, Dice. Please do well for me.
2: Messes up for us. <gasps>
4: oh, no. What did
1: you
2: roll?
1: It's a perception? Yeah. With my modifier. That's a three, fam. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so
4: i can waking Connor up so, again. So,
6: you.
0: <laughs> you. Uh. Mm.
1: Uh, maybe I'm. Wait, I'm what did
0: you? What did you roll? A two. A two. I have a perception yeah. of plus one. Yep. Uh, yes, you do. Uh, Davy sounds
1: yeah. so happy, right? Now. Uh, uh, okay. So gosh. while CV is on her watch, she is also um going through her spell book.
0: Yeah, um, and assuming
1: you. If nothing immediately leaps out as dangerous, she's just going to be in her spellbook yeah. and miss uh, any minor. I'm sure if someone walked up, like she'd hear the alarm if someone entered yeah. the camp. But um, um, anything exterior to the alarm, she uh, she wouldn't notice.
0: Yes, and really, fortunately, there wasn't anything in particular to miss. <gasps> Oh. As your watch passes uneventfully,
5: we live another day. You filled
1: no, us yes. with anxiety <laughs> by making us go through every watch.
0: Welcome to Barovia. <laughs> <sighs> Oof! All right.
4: Oh, excellent.
0: So, um, with that, I think that is time to uh, call an end to this episode.
6: Well well. We didn't, right. die, so we, a nice. didn't yeah. die. We no, did die. We made it through the day.
0: And uh, next episode we delve deep into Barovia.
4: Mm-hmm. Hard wait Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> okay. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. Yeah.
5: Goodbye, have a great